Hi everyone, welcome to Lifestyle of a Gay Black Boy. I am... I am Sakura Kasugano. If you know who that is, I will buy you a drink. Not this weekend, but next weekend. If I see you out at a bar. Figure out who that is and I, I got you. Um, wow, I just had a blank. I'm sorry, guys. If you're listening to this and it's Friday, congratulations. You're on time. If you're listening to this and it's seven years from today's date. I hope there's flying cars. I don't know what's happening right now. Um, so today's podcast is going to be just fun. I thought we had a lot of righteousness last week, so we're just going to have ratchetness this week. No holds bars. Um, but if you want to reach out to the podcast, of course, you can reach me on all of the socials at Lifestyle of Gay Black Boy, hashtag LGBB, or Lifestyle GBB. You can reach me either way. Um, Outside of that, if you want to reach me by email, feel free to do so at Lifestyle at a Gay Black Boy. Ooh, that's not my email. I have had a little hydration before this, you guys. LifestyleGBB at gmail.com is the email. Um, side note, I want to happily celebrate. We're on iHeartRadio now. The biggest podcast platform in the world. And no, I didn't get paid to say that. But I'm on iHeart fucking radio. So is some meta shit with me and Danny. We're on iHot Radio. That was my accent. That was my Staten Island accent. <laughs> That's what that was. I know you hear these boys laughing in the background. I am totally just fucking up my intro, but it's okay. Um, outside of that, we're going to get into this podcast today. It's going to be called The Gay Black Fuck Boys Chronicle Redux because we're revisiting this topic for a very important reason. But I'm not revisiting this one alone. I've got two people here who want to talk. So go ahead and introduce yourself, boys. Hi, this is Davey Cycles. You've heard me here before. You also know me as Danny from Some Meta Shit. And I am back here to talk some shit. <laughs> talk that talk shit. Fuck boys. Fuck boy shit. Fuck boy shit. Fuck boy talk. Talk. And I'm here. My name is Zach. And... Um, I am Davy's boyfriend. Um, finally got on. Thank you, You're Andrew. Welcome. You're welcome. So, y'all are always listen to a single bitch rant. Now you've got some married bitches on here. <laughs> so, they'll be here to talk to you. Before we do get started, though, there was one thing that I did want to mention first. And we've all seen it on the news. If you're listening in real time, Elijah Cummings has passed away at 68 years old, which is incredibly sad and incredibly young. Um, if you don't know who Elijah Cummings is and you want to learn more about him, there's so many sources and resources that are out there, but just know that he was one of the people who's worked with Martin Luther King, who helped spear some of the civil rights movement and was part of Baltimore's call to action. Um, Elijah Cummings passed away from medical conditions with a long-time illness he was dealing with, at least that's what the news is saying. Um, I don't see the reason for there to be conspiracy theory behind it, but we lost somebody great. And take a moment, get to know who he is. That's all I'm going to say about it. Because we're not going to get emotional today. So we got to start this right, boys. Horny's an emotion. 
Horny is an emotion. (laughs) It is. And we should talk about that. It is okay to be horny. It's okay. One more thing that I have to mention. Let's talk bruh. It is a podcast that I think all men should listen to. Ooh, I haven't checked it out. Um, I will tag them and add him into the description for the podcast. It's called Let's, Let's Talk Bruh. Toxic masculinity is tackled in this podcast. Masturbation, porn, how to succeed in life, just living your life as a black man. All these things are in this podcast has blown my mind listening to it at work because I'm just like, oh, well, goddamn, I can relate to a lot of this. A couple of times I had to call myself out and say, bitch, really? Yeah. You know? <laughs> the, it's a good podcast and you gotta check yourself sometimes. But I will tag him and this way you guys can do it. Again, I'm not getting paid for this. It's just something I enjoy doing. But today's episode is the Gay Black Fuckboy Redux. And I hope I'm saying Redux right. I don't know if it's Redo. But I'm going to call it Redux, because I've seen it in movie titles. Yeah, you know, it's like, oh, I'm going to reflux this bitch. But I saw Redux, and I was like, oh, this is a cute little term. So, I didn't... Zach, what do you know about fuckboys? Not much. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they are... Very uh, sexually active. Okay. Um, And in the media, they can be portrayed as um, prostitutes almost, in a way. Okay, they're slinging the dick for a little something. Yeah. I mean, hey, I want some Burger King. I'll throw you a little dick. <laughs> Just stick the tip in. Davey. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about it. What's Fuckboy <laughs> for you? Uh, Fuckboy is just someone who does what they do, doesn't give a fuck, but, like, doesn't give a fuck in, like, that type of way that you, like, are actually hurting other people versus, like, not giving a fuck in an empowering way. Okay. It's very, oh, like, fuck shit up and, like, hurt people's feelings and be inconsiderate of others and have sex along the way. Okay. That's how I look at it. I used to be a fuckboy. Danny is an FFB, a former fuckboy. Former fuckboy, I like that. A fuckboy to me. Which, if you haven't listened to Chronicles of a Fuckboy... The first episode, I suggest that you go back to it and listen to it. But a fuckboy to me is somebody who is going to give you the false premises of a relationship, of a friendship, of a maybe sex partner situation to take from you like a little parasite. And you don't pick up on it because either that dick is popping, that ass is yanking, or that head game will throw you for a loop. But the sex isn't the only thing that they get us with. So, former fuckboy to former fuckboy, because I am definitely one. <laughs> Not gonna lie about the app. Danny, 
when did you realize you were a fuckboy? And what was the moment that made you realize it? <laughs> I definitely went through a point where I was just like owning being a fuckboy. I was just like, yeah, I don't give a fuck, motherfucker, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I kind of just went through this point of being like, hey, baby. Oh my gosh, you mean the world to me. Blah, 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 blah. Let me pipe. <laughs> Yeah, motherfucker, yeah. Just yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, but basically, just kind of like whispering sweet nothings into people's ears. Like, it meant something. And then, really, I knew, like, and that's the thing is, like, I was consciously aware that, like, I was just trying to, like, pipe. Okay. It's, I mean, it's. It's. <sighs> there's nothing wrong with sex. I think where it goes wrong is when you are using it to hurt other people or not even purposefully but you like they just become collateral damage and that's kind of fucked up where it's just like oh like you think this is gonna be more than I think it's gonna be than I know it's gonna be (laughs) yeah yes the manipulation aspect of it okay I'd say have you experienced this? in a yes (laughs) yes um there was a it was short very short um and I luckily for me I recognized it um early um and got out of the situation but that's not the case for everyone (laughs) um but no definitely I mean the the sex was good mm-hmm. and you know I was becoming emotionally attached mm-hmm. and they were just um, he was just playing along and then I realized that it was just all fun and games hmm. so. okay so you're gonna get the classification that I like to call the fuckboy antidote. You may have a fuckboy come into your atmosphere, but you know how to recognize it and call it out. It's a good thing. Okay. (laughs) I will tell you, fuckboys hate that. I hated them the most. Because I'm like, oh, you know what I'm doing here. Right. Not a fan of it. It's like, come on, just let me fuck anyway. Right. Well, see, I'm not running around. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> I'm like, all right, let's just fuck them. But like, that's yeah. that's like the way you should approach sex when it's just sex, where it's like, hey, I literally just want to hook up. Are you down? Like the like no and that's strings cool. attached. Yeah, no strings attached. Like, can be very straightforward about that. And people might say no, and I think that's kind of what makes people get to that point where they're like, oh, I'm gonna say anything for them to say yes. Because it's like, oh, like, you really want to fuck a particular person or just any person sometimes. And it's like, oh, um, it's, I think the thing about being a fuckboy is that you are afraid of being rejected. So you do anything you can to get in. And I think, and even if it's like something that it's like, oh, it's, you know, it's fleeting for you. You kind of just get to that point where it's like, eh, like, as long as I get it, I'm fine. Yeah. I was there where it was kind of just like, 
As long as you throw the coins in the bag, I'm okay with that. Because I'm not piping down anybody, but I will get the pipe. Say, hey, bring it right on over here, boys. So that kind of fuck way that you just described. I'm going to take a term that you just used, and we're going to create a classification for him. That's a sweet nothings fuckboy. A sweet nothings fuckboy is... Now, I'm not saying all rappers are sweet nothing fuckboys, but they probably rap, or they probably think they can rap, or they probably think they can create some song, or there's some great lyricist, or they probably know poetry. They probably are going to be like, oh, well, Langston Hughes said, okay, everybody knows fucking Langston Hughes. But... You know, bitches fall for it. I fell for it and open this bitch right up. But so, but that's a sweet nothings fuck boy. They know how to sweet talk their way into your puss or your good china, your snatch, whatever you want to call it. We are very open to terms here. What are some traits of a sweet fuck, uh-huh, of a sweet nothings fuck boy that you would add into this guy? Definitely, like, like you said, kind of just throw out those little, like, feelers there. And also, not really, being into any, it's almost like putting up a front where you are just saying, whatever you know the person wants to hear and it's like not you're not even necessarily interested in it you're just pretending to be oh like I yeah it's an act okay where it's just like hey um like I really want this I know you want this um this is what I want let's do this right now and then like when it happens it's just like alright like I'm going to let you down. I'm going to let you keep thinking that this is a thing, but I'm also going to not come through when you invite me over to hang out because I'm going to keep you on a string. Okay. And I think that's the thing about that is that you, that the sweet nothing fuck boys are very much about, I'm going to drag this along. I'm not going to tell you, you know what? I've been lying this whole time because that's a different category of fuck boy. Right. They won't be like, oh, I've been lying this whole time. They'll be like, oh, you know, I'm busy. I can't really get... Yeah, they'll I make excuses. This right they'll make excuses, exactly. They'll make excuses, the but they'll keep you on. on the string. There yeah. was a nuclear bomb in Russia that went off, and it yeah. affected my car. Exactly. And they'll be like, oh, but I really want to see you, baby. Right. <laughs> that is it. That, that is. And that's, and that's what it is, that exactly. exactly. And you really have and, and the worst part is that this conversation is going on with a solid four to five to six to seven to eight people mm-hmm. at the same time <laughs> yeah. where it's like oh sorry i'm busy but really what that means is like hold on this other guy answered first right so like i can't get to you right my now. number one puss answered so i'm just gonna put you on hold real quick yep. hang on or if you're like me because i was definitely a part of that group oh well five star hit me up okay hang on girl because you're two star right now to me now, that's terrible to say, but I'm going to be very open here. So judge me if you want. I Wait, don't give a fuck. Hold on. You're gay. Girl, did you? <laughs> so I just realized no what it was the other day. Like, I was like, oh, that's why I like this. Because I identify as gay. So I've noticed now, people whisper sometimes when they come and talk to me and say that, hey, I listen to Lifestyle of Gay Black Boy. 
I'm like, you don't have to whisper that. <laughs> I'm black, I'm gay, and I happen to be a boy or a man, whichever way you look at it. <laughs> but yes, people whisper to me. That's hilarious. That is funny. <laughs> so, when you think of somebody who happens to be a fuckboy, because we know there's different ones that are out there. Now, Zach, I know you love Disney. You love mm-hmm. Disney songs. Davey loves Disney songs. A lot of you know I am not a Disney fan. If somebody came to you and was like, oh, well, outside of you guys being in a relationship, because they are in a relationship, again, we'll establish that. But it's like, oh, I want to come over and watch Frozen with you. Would that be a trigger that would be like, oh, hey, this could be something more than I thought it was, especially if it was on Jacked or Grinder or something. How would you realize that if somebody came to you like that? What would like, you think? As a fuckboy like, or as a non-fuckboy? As a fuckboy and as a non-fuckboy. Like as a code word type thing? No, not even a code word. Just be like, oh, hey, handsome. I see you like Disney. Let's watch The Little Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say that um, as that former person of being on the fuckboy side you can make anything work uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and that sounds terrible but it's like oh like you truly can the little mermaid like young <laughs> <laughs> like literally you you figure out how to make things work i've i've like solidly hooked up while introducing this guy to rick and morty like Rick and Morty was my thing I was thing. like oh let's watch Rick and Morty he was like I never seen it and I was like yeah like very that and then it was just like alright like but also like let's cuddle and then like let's like oh my hands here my hands there and I'm grabbing like, I oh didn't god, need to touch your dick you? like, oh, whoops how did that happen it's like oh my god this movie's so funny <laughs> but also Lay it down. (laughs) I'm sorry. I didn't realize my tongue was on your dick. (laughs) Uh, And then it's like, I don't know. Like, it's a very, like Zach said, a very, like, manipulative approach to things where it's like, I know you really just kind of want to get to know me, but I also just kind of really want to get to know the tip of your penis. You just want to get to know the pink parts. Like, oh, hey, girl, I want to see your pink parts, but I know you're not ready to give up your pink parts, so I'm going to pretend like I'm into what you're into. I've used the Rick and Morty ploy. I have used it where guys, I've seen it on their profile. Well, not anymore, but in the past, I would see it on their profile, and they'd be like, oh, I love Rick and Morty or something. I'm like, oh, come over. We can watch Rick and Morty, and then it turns to a Hulu and hookup. That's what it happens. And then they're texting me the next day, oh, I enjoyed it so much. And I'm looking at my phone like, who the fuck is this? Because I didn't say this goddamn number. (laughs) Zach, how would you look at it? Somebody who hasn't been in the fuckboy spectrum, but if somebody hit on you with a fuckboy line, what do you think right away? Without knowing? Without knowing that they're a fuckboy. But they yeah. use one of those lines. So let's say, because you are a Disney person so who likes Disney. Let's say someone, you know, I put on like a quote from Frozen or something, uh-huh. and they're like, "Oh yeah, I see you 
like, let it go or something like that. Um, do you want to come over and we can watch Frozen? And obviously the attraction has to be there because, for me at least, and um, be like, oh yeah, sure, you know, why not? Like, um, and for me, I... At least, so for me, I, my rule when it came to like Grindr and any of these hookup apps was to talk to people first on online, not just, oh, you want to come over? Yeah, sure. Be right there. No, 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 no. Because it was a security thing for me. And, um, I guess... I wouldn't... You really can't tell intention through text. You can't. It's the beauty of being a fuckboy. Now that there's texting. (laughs) And so once you're face-to-face, body language, um, and nonverbal cues, stuff like that, Oh, the guy doesn't really want to watch this. Okay, well, I guess I got played. Mm-hmm. I can understand it. I mean, there's a balance to it, too. I think there's... It's important to be, like... To be aware that... Some people may be like, Hey, let's watch a movie is different than being like, Oh my god, you love this, let's go watch it. You know, there's a difference between making a move and like making a ploy yeah yeah no definitely and I think that's that's very important to point out where it's like hey just cause you say hey I would love to watch this movie with you just cause I know you wanna watch it and it becomes sexual that's different than that being your only intention and you like a fuckboy will actively know like I know for a fact I'm not gonna like this movie or I'm not gonna have any interest in this movie like the whole time I'm just like trying to get what I want to get. So, sweet nothing fuckboys. We know it's based on linguistics from the definition that I have given by giving the title sweet nothing's fuckboy. Sweet nothing fuckboys, if you're listening, you're going to hate me for this portion because I'm going to make it a little bit harder for you. But if you're a good fuckboy, you'll learn how to get around this. Exactly. I wanted you to step up your fuckboy game, but I want to protect the other people out there who don't want to get fucked over by fuckboys. So, as a former fuckboy, as somebody who has dealt with fuckboys but is not one yourself, and myself just being a fuckboy whenever I want to be, (laughs) what are some lines that you would say or give as a sweet nothings fuckboy? And I'll give you an example of it. I personally love Asian cinema. I love watching Asian horror movies. So if somebody were to, in the past, reach out to me, be like, oh, I see you love Sympathy for Lady Vengeance. Isn't the black to white version so great? That would be a fuckboy line for me. Because you can easily Google that in two words. Vengeance, white. That's all you have to type in. It comes up with the entire description of the movie. So I would pull things like that. Like... 
I learned let it go because I Googled let it go one time. And I was like, oh, so he likes Frozen. This is what he likes. Okay, I got this one. I'm going to get him easy. Took down a dude. Two seconds. Took no time. <laughs> because I was just like, oh. I emailed him. And I emailed Oh, my God. I'm saying my age. I sent him a message. <laughs> I sent him a message. And I was just like, Elsa's the shit, isn't she? Boom. Boy was at home. The man. Because he was a man. Oh, God damn, he was a man. Was at my house in 30 minutes. Got what I wanted. Pretended like I went to watch fucking Frozen. And I was like, okay, I'm tired. I have to go to work. Go home. Never call this dude again. So, let's hear it. Lines. Mm-hmm. I think one that can really go both ways versus, like, being honest and being fuckboyish is, like... I want to cuddle. Cause sometimes, like you legit want to cuddle. Like some, there's sometimes where it's like, yeah. I legit want to cuddle, not necessarily making something sexual, and then it becomes something sexual. Side note: Andrew never wants to cuddle. <laughs> really? Relationship and or fuckboy Andrew, I don't like cuddling. Get the fuck off me. <laughs> That's what my blanket's for. Go ahead. <laughs> but. You know, for some people, it's like, oh, you know, I'd really love to cuddle. But I think when you can pick it up is when it's like, oh, I'm cold. Like, oh, yeah, I wish you were here with me. That's fuckboy. That's not necessarily want to cuddle, I think. That's not necessarily... It's like, wish you were here with me. I feel like if it's not... And this is all coming from, like, non-pre-established relationships. Where it's like, if it's someone you know, or if it's a fuck buddy, or if it's whatever. Like, a fu- if it's a real fuck buddy... And your actual, like, fuck buddies, they'll just be like, yo, come through. Right. If they wanted to cuddle, they'll be like, yo, let's pipe and then cuddle. <clears throat> like, that's what a fuck buddy's gonna do. If it's a friend with benefits, it'll be like, yo, come through, let's cuddle. And then, oh, you know what? It turns into sex, whatever. But that's something, that's a relationship that you have already established. If it's, like, a new person on, on Grindr or Tinder or Jagged or whatever, it's gonna be like, oh, like, I wish you were here. I'm cold, I'm in my boxers. Ha ha ha, smiley face, winky face, cute face. That's all fuckboyery. Yeah. That is the artistry of fuckboy. I'm giving you the sign language applause. Right <laughs> yeah. That is the puppetry of a fuckboy. One thing to side note, and then I want your answer, Zach. If they wanted to be there, they would be there. That shit of, I wish you were here. If you wanted to be here and throw your steak on this china, you would have been here. (laughs) You would have been here. Go ahead, Zach. For you, what are your safeguards to the words of a linguistic or sweet nothings fuckboy? I guess... I think I think that's a hard one for him yeah, because yeah. he he has always been extra defensive to even like real approaches or like he's been on the super safe side of of this whole spectrum where it's like even if someone seems to have good intentions I don't want to get to know them until I know that they're honest or like legitimate or whatever. So I think he 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 proceeds as if everyone's a fuckboy. Well, I think that I mean 
Danny Sari. Mm-hmm. I do, go, or I did, uh, I was more on the safe side. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess really what it comes down to, like, um, like one, like a date. I don't know if that could be something, like after a date. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's go to my place and and uh, and cuddle and watch a movie. Um, and sure, like like the uh, like the guy, and well, it movie never came. <laughs> and... The movie never came. <laughs> exactly, yes! <laughs> exactly. Boom, boom. <laughs> I don't have a sound bite for that, and I think it's copyrighted, so... Just so you know, I'm sending the bill to you if I get sued. <laughs> okay. So that's all that matters. I get where you're going. You have... And it's perfectly... I can't even say it's perfectly right. It's perfectly human to have that interaction to guard yourself. And I think it's something anybody should take away who doesn't guard themselves. That sometimes you have to approach a situation with scrutiny. You have to look at it like, is this really that good? Like if a Nigerian emailed you, and I'm just using Nigerian for example because there are a lot of emails that come from Nigeria that happen to do with you can be rich by depositing in this check into your bank account. Nigeria is not the only place that does it, but there have happened to be a lot of you. Nigerian princes. Exactly. This prince says, I'm going to send you a check for 100 million fucking dollars, but you have to deposit in your bank account and pay them 200,000. Safeguards. Right. Safeguards. Exactly. Treat it the same way as when you treat somebody you meet online. I can't tell you how to live your life, but I can tell you be safe. Right. Right. Exactly. Has it kept you from getting hurt? Hurt comes, but has it at least protected you in the hookup spectrum? In the majority, yes. Mm-hmm. It has. Um, there's been situations, but overall, yes, it has that safeguard that that I need to meet in public mm-hmm. before anything goes down. Unless I'm really, 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 really horny. Now that that's a different story. That is a whole different story. Mm-hmm. We all get there. Yeah, no, I mean, so like, story time. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is copyrighted as well. So, story time. You're right. Okay. So, like the first like two days that we went on, like he and I, I was like, oh, like, let's go to a bar. And he was like, nope, we can't have drunk interactions yet. And I was like, okay, that's like a little extreme, I feel like. So side note, they don't know I've tried to model my dating experiences off of that, but have not succeeded. (laughs) (laughs) But like, that was the thing. It was like, okay, it's a difference between being like, let's not necessarily meet at the bar. But like, the date went well. We've been talking for an hour and a half, like... Let's go to a bar. Like I think at that point it's just kind of like, yeah, why not? You know what I mean? Right. But like for him, he was very cautious. So that was like a little like to me like a little scab because I was like, 
I don't know, but like, all right, cool. Let's let's hang out. Cause... You're too good to be true. <laughs> Can't take my eyes off of you. You feel like heaven's touch. I just oh, wanna yes. fuck you so much. <laughs> like that's that's one aspect of it. Another part of it is that I think at some point, like I feel like being tour protective. Yes, it protects you from a lot, but it also keeps you limits. from. It limits you a lot. Exactly. It stops you from enjoying like. Like hookups that he could have potentially enjoyed at some point in his life, even if they were just hookups, or like a potential relationship that may have been good for what it was. You know, I look at things like I look at my like, past relationships, and I'm like, oh, I wish I never had them. So I'm just kind of like, oh, well, this is what I learned from them, and I enjoyed it at the time, obviously. So I don't look at it as like negative ways. I don't ever look back and be like, oh, I wish that relationship would have never happened. I'm like, it happened. This is what it is. This is what I got out of it. And if I were, if I would have been too overly cautious or sheltered or like closed off to that, I to the idea of those relationships, then I would have not had the life experience and I would not be who I am today. Okay. So I think it's important to kind of find that balance between hey, I want to do what I think is right for me, but also not be, like, afraid to go out and live life. Right. So that's how I kind of look at it. It's okay to fall down. It's okay to get hurt. Scabs and scars help tell our life story. I get it. Yeah, scars make you unique. They do. They're really cute sometimes, too. I like a cute (laughs) scar. Like, yeah. show off your scars, be happy about it. So, what are we going to do right now, boys? We're going to take a little break. We'll be back. You hear a little messages, get some coins for our pockets, but bye, y'all. Hi, everyone. Today's episode of Lifestyle of a Gay Black Boy is sponsored by Anchor. If you're not familiar with Anchor, let's talk about it for a little bit because it's not something that's going to tie you down to the bottom of the ocean. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, it's free. And everybody knows a girl loves free. Free is better than skinny. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. They do all of the work for you. I mean, look at this. You can hear my crazy, whiny voice on over 10 platforms already. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So... Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. And then you can have your voice out there like this little girl here. So check it out, y'all. And let's get back to the show. Hey, everybody. This is Danny. Hey, this is Andrew. And we are your hosts of Some Meta Shit. So if you haven't listened yet, you should definitely check it out. It's our new podcast. Uh, that's been out for quite a bit now. Just, uh, I want to say like just over a month. Yeah. And we do a lot of conversation about how we conversate or converse. Converse. 
I can like the word conversate. I can't yeah. lie. Now, if you haven't heard it yet, you should definitely check it out. We're available on quite a few platforms. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Anchor. We're on Spotify. We're on all these motherfuckers. We're here. We're talking about language and the language that we use every single day. Um, language is important. This is how we communicate as humans, as individuals, and beings in this world. But let me tell you something. When you talk about language and you talk about yourself, you read yourself all at the same goddamn time. Absolutely. Some meta shit is available for you to get into this conversation, and we want you to participate. So how can we do that? Um, You can hit us on the socials. You can follow us on our social media accounts. You can email us at somemetashit at gmail.com. And... Yeah, just give us your feedback. Let us know what you're thinking. Tell us how you're using these words. We have quite a good selection of episodes so far. We've got things like healthy versus clean. We've got things like kinky versus perverted. We are looking for new um, new ideas. So if you have any ideas, absolutely just shoot us a message and let us know. I mean, words have meaning and meaning means things. Right. Come get meta with us because meta is meta. Trippy, right? And bye, y'all. That's some meta shit. <laughs> All right, guys, we are back. We're talking about throwing it back. We just took a cute little refresher. Um, it's We're going to call this a refresher gulp. It comes <laughs> in a small cylindrical object, and you drink them very fast with a chaser. Delicious. You know what it is. Text me. I got you. Well, don't text. Email. There we go. Email it. So. Message. Um, I'm learning to say y'all instead of guys and boys because I've noticed I use very. Uh, gendered. Gendered pronouns. Is it pronoun? Language. Language. I do use very gendered language. So I have to apologize if I have offended anybody for that because I do not mean to do that. And I'm saying that to start off with us coming back to say that a fuckboy is not just a male figure. It's a gender neutral term. It is a gender neutral term. You can say fuck girl. You can say fuck gender non-binary. You can say fuck whatever. You can still follow these parameters whether you have Something that identifies you as female or male or non-gender binary. You can be cisgendered and be fuck boy or fuck girl or fuck whatever. Or you can be non-cisgendered and fuck, fuck, fuck. You can be all of it. It is universal. It's a fuck person. A fuck person. <laughs> fuck person chronicles. I kind of like it, but we're going to do fuck boy redux because I already said it was the title. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but we're going to switch it to fuck person for the third installment because this is coming back again. So we talked about the Sweet Nothings fuckboy. Sweet Nothings fuckboys. And I wanted to focus on that for this whole first portion before we took a break. Because it is a very intense and it's very deep. Novels are not short. Harry Potter is 6,000 pages long. <sighs> Just to find out that Dumbledore is gay. And... I want to sleep with Dumbledore. Hey, do. He's hot. He's got the, the big wand. I'm all in for it. The big wand. The big wand. I'm learning about um, Harry Potter. But there are other types of fuckboys that are out there. 
So there's a type of fuckboy that I want to talk to you guys about. And I want to hear what you guys think about it. I'm going to call this fuckboy the pity fuckboy. Now, I'm not going to give you my description yet. But if I say it to you, what do you guys feel is a pity fuckboy? Someone who pretty much begs. Okay. I, I think, like, pity, or, no, like, someone to try to make someone f- feel bad. Like, pity is, like, so that someone feels bad for the person. Okay. The fu- fuck person. Mm-hmm. Um, like, oh, you know, no one wants to fuck with me, like, wants to have sex, and, you know, like, I can't find anyone, and, you know, I wish someone in this world, blah, 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 blah. Okay. I would say that would be a, a pity. Okay. <laughs> what do you think, baby? Uh, I look at it as just kind of like that motherfucker who's like, oh... I fucked up. I'm sorry. It's like that comeback crying type of bitch. Okay. Where it's like, I did you wrong and I'm gonna change and I'm different and I'm gonna make things better for you and I love you and also, like, do you wanna cuddle? <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah. That's what it sounds like to me. Okay, so Zach, Davey, both of you have nailed something and then expanded on something that Jesse <laughs> is going to. So, little story, story time. Start it. Stop it, that is copyrighted if you say that, Ray. <laughs> Andrew Shepard had nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, a pity fuck boy to me, a pity fuck person to me. I dealt with one of them very, very recently. So this is somebody to me who blames everything that happens in their life on other people or circumstances that you could literally have no control over. Yeah. Like, oh, I need some puss because my knees hurt, because it's raining outside, because a nor'easter started, which is turning into a cyclone bomb, and then I turned on the news. When I turned on the news, the news was like, oh my gosh, the weather's gonna be crazy. 90 miles per hour wind. So I need to come over, get deep in your puss, do all this shit, and then fucking leave. (laughs) I know, right there. That is a pity fuckboy for me. Oh my god. I will tell you about the pity fuckboy that I... Had to deal oh, with I thought years. that was it. Oh, no, no, no. no oh. That was one of his things. That was one of what? his things. One. One. Oh, I'm going to tell you one. And this, 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 this individual has been this way for quite some time. But, so, I was in the mood. I wanted some steak on my china. And I was like, okay, just come over. Come over. We can hang out. I'm going to establish the parameters of what this is right now. You are here to touch my insides and go home. That is it. Very clear. I don't sugarcoat it. I'll even give it to you in writing. You can sign it. We can get it notarized. You can take this to your dentist, doctor, or mental health behavior professional. Take it. Okay with it. I laid down the parameters. So he comes over. 
It was meh. We had some fun. I'm pretty sure... I think I just kind of starfished it because I didn't really understand what was going on here. The fuckboy behavior of being a pity fuckboy came in after. So as he's getting dressed, getting ready to leave, and I'm like, okay, here you go. You know, you throw on your stuff. And I'll give you a to-go bag once you go. It has a travel-sized mouthwash in it. It has one of the toothbrushes that you do not need water for. You can just scrub your little teeth with it. You'll get a little bit of lotion in there just in case you need to wash your hands. You don't want ashy knuckles. I got you. So, as he's putting on his hoodie, he says this exact statement. My fucking hoodie drawstring is inside the hoodie and I can't pull the drawstring because I live in motherfucking Rochester, New York. I was like, wait, do you expect me to pity you because you think your hoodie's fucked up because you live in the Northeast? (laughs) <laughs> like, how the fuck does this happen? Like, I'm supposed to feel sorry for you? Well, he looks at me in my face. Like, I'm supposed to say, oh, I'm sorry. Or I'm going to help you. My exact words was, oh, my grub pup's going to be here in 30 minutes, so I need you to go. <laughs> I need you to get out. That, to me, is a pity fuck point. Right. Takes no responsibility for his actions. At all. Give me a pity fuck boy line. Make one up. Because you are not a fuckboy. So I want you to make up a fuckboy line before we finish this tonight. Uh, No, you go. Um, Let's see. So. I don't know. I have to to, like think about it. Because this this is not the type of fuckboy I am. Mm -hmm. This is just like not it for me. While you think about it. I think, well, uh, I think I got one. So it's, it's, I think pity fuckboys too are the ones that are like, oh, I can't host, I only travel, but can you pay for my Uber? I live so far, I work so late, my paycheck's not till next week, but I want to come through, I really like you. Just like the, can you pay for my Uber so I can come fuck you? No, motherfucker, pay for your own Uber. I'm, I'm hosting. That I got a house. I got a space. That room. is a good one. Oh, I, got that shit. I got that shit. That shit used to piss me off. Where I'm like, listen, unless this is some kind of like sugar daddy situation, which in that case, I would be the baby. <laughs> <laughs> you better establish your role. Hell yeah. Like, no. Like, motherfucker, I am not going to pay for your Uber. Because I can get someone here for free. <laughs> Say that again. I am not going to pay for your Uber. I can get someone here for free. Say that one more motherfucking time. You know what? Not only can I get someone here for free, I can get someone to pay for my Uber to go somewhere else. Please. Bitch. Oh, wow. Every girl, boy, man, woman, gender non-binary, over 18 years old. Take that statement into account. You can get it for free. Don't pay for that. Go ahead. Unless you're paying me. Yes. <laughs> Unless you're into pay for play. If you're into pay for play, do it. But if you can get it for free, because you're hot, for free, because you're you, for motherfucking free, don't fall into these niggas' plans. But also, if you want to Venmo me money, just hit me up. Thank you. <laughs> hit that cook. Okay, go ahead, Zach. Tell me about it. Uh, this is a hard one because... I don't know, like... I'm trying to, like, rewind back in my 
my memory bank of times on Grinder. That I think I think that I don't want to steal Davy's lines, but that is one. Um, I guess. Like, I own a, I own a car. Mm-hmm. Oh, can you pick me up? Ooh. Like, can you? I can't host. Can you pick me up? Let's. Let's go to the park or something like that, someplace. But I need you to pick me up. Well. No, I'll meet you there, and you find your own way. Mmm. Mmm, say that again. I'll meet you there, you'll find your own way. Going back to earlier, if you wanted to be there, you would motherfucking be there. Mm-hmm. You got legs. You can have wheels. You can get there. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck do you gotta pay for somebody else to come? Exactly. Or- Let's establish this now when I say pay. Pay is literally not saying the ducats are coming out of your bank account. It's saying that you're spending gas. You're spending your time. You're spending your Grubhub account money. You're spending your maybe car mileage. You're spending something outside of yourself to go help somebody out who has not reciprocated the deal. Now, when I say that, to clarify, you... Myself, I do not help anybody expecting to receive something. But when you're in a relationship or if you're dealing with somebody on a level of give and take, there has to be middle ground. And that's where I'm at. Is there anything else to add for pity fuck points? Get a job. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, if you think I'm funny, listen to my podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, shout out to Davey's... Uh... Listen to Davey on some meta shit. Yes, it's me and Andrew shooting the yes. shit. Some meta shit. Now available on iHeartRadio and Apple and Breaker and Radio Public and Anchor and Pocket Cast and Google Goddamn Podcast. And Spotify. And Spotify. And let Andrew know if uh, uh, you want to hear me again on uh, either his podcast or Danny's podcast. This is established consent relationship here. Well, you know so what? We got this. Okay. <laughs> but really, guys, I'm funny. So, <laughs> speaking of funny, there's another type of fuckboy that I want to talk about. And I feel like this one is going to be one of the most dangerous for this episode. And that is the comedic fuckboy. So laughter is an emotion we all have as humans. We all experience this emotion. Laughter, well, laughter is the action. The emotion that comes with laughter, let me clarify. Laughter is universal across all languages, across all nations, all bounds, all people in this world. We all laugh. And when you laugh, are you aggressive? No. Are you offensive when you laugh? No. 
Are you defensive when you laugh, either of you? I don't know what that means. When you laugh, exactly. (laughs) That's it right there. You don't know what that means to be defensive when you laugh because laughing is letting your guard down. Right. The comedic fuckboy has mastered this. A comedic fuckboy can tickle your fancy in some kind of way so you're like, oh, ha, 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 he's cute. Very funny. You tell your friends when you meet a comedic fuckboy, he makes me laugh. I feel fantastic. Meanwhile, this bitch done drained your bank account because you're paying for his Ubers. <laughs> Come over only at 1 a.m. in the morning. And happens to have a very cute beard with a set of gauges. I'm just saying. So, yeah, they both just looked at me and finally figured it out. <laughs> comedic fuckboys tell me what you guys how would you define a comedic fuckboy for you oh, that's a hard one I mean I haven't really thought about that like I said I'm more of a sweet nothings or I was more of a sweet nothings fuckboy oh, I'm not one to be funny unless I know you okay so it's a hard one for me. I don't think I've ever fallen for a comedic fuckboy. I think I've fallen for the other two kinds. Okay. Um, maybe, I don't know. Definitely for the Sweet Nothings fuckboy. I feel like you attract what you are sometimes. <laughs> That's very true. It's very true. I attract a lot of gay black men who happen to be under 5'6" cute beards and bold heads. Give me a six footer. <laughs> a six footer. Yes, with a ten-inch dick. Oh, I thought you meant a six footer. Oh, I mean, <laughs> well, no, it's coming out my throat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Or something. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I don't know. Comedic fuckboys. Yeah. T. Um, I don't know. I guess just like the funny guy. There's a Again, there's a difference between, like, being the funny guy and being a comedic fuckboy. Well, what do you think of when you think of the funny guy? I think the funny guy is good at breaking the ice. Uh-huh. Um, good at breaking expectations. Uh-huh. Kind of just like, oh, like, I am this, but I'm also that. <laughs> Now, I guess the comedic fuckboy kind of plays that to a s- I don't want to say like strategic advantage because I feel like at the end of the day you gotta play what you got. Right. So it's good to be funny and use that to attract people. That can't be your defining move though. Right. Like you can't just be funny. So I guess kind of to your point earlier, like, oh, but he's funny. It's like, yeah, but what else is he? You're that friend who's going to call me out with the long island in my hand. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) But like, yeah, like he's funny. Like, okay, I'm funny. What's your point? But (laughs) Becky, what else? (laughs) (laughs) And that's how I look at it. I'm like, yeah, we're all funny. Okay. Ha, 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 bitch. (laughs) (laughs) He just gave y'all a line in the gym. Girl, stop it. Zach, tell us. I think it's... I 
kind of almost like the Joker on the in the deck of cards, I guess. Um. Like playing the trick, like almost it could be like that. Right. Like trying to, like you said, uh, bring like the person's guard down, um, in order to make because when you're laughing, when you feel because when you're when you're laughing, you feel joyful or happy or those emotions and you don't have your guard up and when your guard's not up you're vulnerable and when you're vulnerable that's the time where if someone wants to manipulate you that's the time that they can do it they can get in there yeah they will get in there like swimwear. Like yeah. swimwear in your puss. Mm-hmm. I keep saying puss because you guys know you're getting the perspective of somebody who's a bottom. The two who are sitting here are not strictly bottoms. So they're going to give you different perspectives. So the reason why I say a comedic fuckboy is the most dangerous for this episode of what we're talking about because there are still other types that are out there. There will be another redo, redux, or even reinvention or revisiting. How are we Revolution. Revolution. Okay, so Silence Glaive Revolution. If you guys know what that is, Sailor Saturn. It's one of her amazing attacks. Oh my god! I'm going to be a Sailor Scout for one of the Halloween events, but aside from <laughs> that. Um... So after sex, and this is something that I hold very dear to my heart, Um, even though I'm not in a relationship, sex to me is fun, it's a handshake, we're dolphins, we just want to enjoy ourselves, whether I'm in a relationship or not, I think the most genuine thing after sex is to laugh. Absolutely. It's so cathartic, isn't it? Yeah. Like, literally... You could do anything else. After sex, you'd be like, oh, hey, how's your day going? But to laugh, a genuine laugh with the person that you just had sex with or the people that you have just had sex with is such a real emotion. Absolutely. And I think I think laughter is such a pure emotion where you can't really fake a true fake laugh. Right. You can fake being sad. You can fake being happy. Mm-hmm. You can fake a lot of things but to fake humor it's very easy to realize when it's not honest yeah and I think the best sex comes with someone you can laugh with and I'm not saying you have to laugh during sex I'm actually we were talking about this with my coworkers the other day at work um sex doesn't have to be funny but it has to be something that you should be able to laugh at if a joke comes up. Right. If something funny happens during sex and you can't laugh with your partner, guess what? Your sex is not good. Yes! Period. If you cannot laugh during sex with your partner comfortably, you are not having good sex. You think you're having good sex, but guess what? You're the joke. <laughs> Damn. There is a person that I have great times with and there are times I'm like that face you just made and we'll laugh the sex does not stop but it is a genuine laugh and I've noticed 
whether it happened during, before, or after. Right. It is an amazing feeling. It's liberating. It really yes. is. It's like the that purest form of laughter. You've let down. Other than being like three months old and like figuring out where your toes are. <laughs> it's right there with it. You're like, oh, those are feet. What are those doing down there? <laughs> Wait, I can move them? <laughs> <laughs> they kick around when I feel the sensation in my legs? Yes. Genuine laughter. You have literally let down all guards when you laugh genuinely. And that's why I say that's a dangerous type of fuckboy. And if you are a comedic fuckboy, fuck you. I'm saying it to myself because I... I do not classify myself exclusively as a comedic fuckboy because there's another type of fuckboy that's out there. And I call them the fuckboy assassin. We will get to them. Not in this episode. But the fuckboy assassin is motherfucking dangerous. And I know I'm dangerous because what happens as a fuckboy assassin is you end up fucking yourself over because you do not realize just how fuckboy you are. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that. So yeah. Dun dun dun. Wait, that's the fatality music, isn't it? No, that's not how fatality sounds at all. Fatality! No, that's not it. I don't know. <laughs> so guys, do you guys have a gem, each of you, that you want to drop about fuckboys? When you drop a gem, that you're dropping knowledge on somebody. You're giving something that maybe has affected you or helped you in a way that can help somebody else. I think... Um, the most important thing I can say is if you're out there doing it, realize that like you're really not even doing yourself a favor. I found that the time where I had the biggest fuckboyery in my life was the, also the time where I was actually dealing with the biggest mental health issues out there. Um, I was struggling a lot with my own self. I was struggling a lot with the things that happened in my mind. I was struggling a lot with my relationships with other people. And I let that manifest itself in the way of fuckboyery. And now, if you are out there and you're, like, out there doing this shit, it's, like, not cool. Like, think about, like, why you're doing this. And, again, I want to point out that it's very different to be sexual and to be a fuckboy. Because you can be sexual and be honest. And that's a very, very different thing than being a sexual fuckboy. <laughs> Period. Like, that's that's just how it comes out, what it comes down to. You have to really take accountability for your actions. You have to understand what you did wrong or what you're doing wrong and really grow from it. And that's how I look at it. Yeah, definitely what uh, Danny said. And for those who are the unfortunate ones who are the victims of... A fuckboy, say it. Fuckboy-ness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I know exactly how, how that is. And uh, um, just want to say that uh, there is a light at the end of the tunnel and uh you'll you'll get through it and uh you'll grow from it um but just also on the flip side of that um don't be too closed off because you will miss opportunities that you you'll miss simple as that 
and some that's a mistake that I that I did. I wouldn't call it a mistake and not taking it away from you. This couple that's sitting across from you, they're my gay goals. <laughs> <laughs> Say it all the goddamn time, they're my gay goals. So before we end it, you guys can definitely chime in. But I have two things that I just have to get off my motherfucking chest. The first, I do not know if you guys, anybody listening, anybody who can hear the sound of my voice, have seen the video of this black man who was on the stage with Individual One. If you are wondering who Individual One is, that is the person who has currently signed the lease for the White House. This man is on stage and he says his exact words. When you insult Donald Trump, you are insulting me. When you insult my president, you are insulting me. He is black as I am black. As the day is motherfucking long. And he had the nerve to say that. This man who is on stage with individual one is the same as the gay man who happens to say that he got turned straight by Christianity delivered and delivered with a fucking T. If you don't know who delivered is, Google it. Delivered with a T. It's like spelling delivered with a T at the end of it. He is the exact motherfucking same person. To say that you are a black man who is going to support individual one who is sitting in the White House right now, who has told black people, what else do you have to lose? Who has literally said black people have built this country but has no talk about reparations. To sit there at a desk that he does not own, that he leases and that he rents for four years and fuck up everything in this world to just say that he has done it. You, my friend, are a word I'm going to spell to you. C-O-O-N. Coon, bitch. Or maybe you want Uncle Tom. I can give you any other title that you want to suggest. I'm not going to sit here and insult this man because his own ignorance will not be fathomed by himself. I will say this. It was the worst motherfucking display of humanity that I have ever seen in my life. And if you did not notice that individual one was smiling like a Cheeto behind you the entire time that you motherfucking spoke, you dumb, stupid-faced bitch who looks like a wart on my foot. Goddamn. (sighs) Also, if you make a statement like... If you're insulting them, you're insulting me. You better be ready to be insulted because you're talking about, like, a piece of shit. Right. Because you're about to catch these linguistic hands. Like, you deserve to be insulted. Sorry. It's like saying, if you defend this racist, you're defend- you're offending me. If you're offending this racist, you're offending me. Like, yeah. Yeah, then you're both fucking racist, bitch. Right. Like, well, I didn't say anything. I'm just saying that you shouldn't offend that racist. That racist is a fucking racist. Fuck you. Fuck that shit. I'm not... No. No. Girl. Yeah. Girl, bye. Bye. Go sit down. Go take several seats. Go kick rocks. Please go chew on a dick. And not even a good dick. 
go eat Herbie's off a dick like it's corn on the cob. You are a dumb fucking bitch for standing on that stage on national television saying that shit. Literally Uncle tom for a good five fucking minutes. But you're not even the one I'm going to go after. The ones that I want to go after are the bitches who were standing behind you with smiles on their faces because you had Vaseline on your fucking teeth like cheerleaders. Standing there saying, oh, this boy is saying what's right. No, the fuck he's not and you knew it. Let's not talk about the girl in the right corner whose weave looked like hay. <laughs> Whoever did your hair, girl, just so you know, does not like you. <laughs> the second thing that I just have to talk about that still to this moment frustrates me. In Houston, Texas, a woman named Atiana was shot in her own house by a police officer through a bedroom window as she was playing video games with her nephew. We cannot even be safe in our own How is this okay? I don't understand. Amber Geiger. Amber Geiger, if you do not know, shot and killed Botham John in his own apartment. While he was eating ice cream. While he was eating ice cream. Motherfucking ice cream. Ice cream, you scream for ice cream? Ice cream. Burn dairy. Talenti. What is it? Buffalo scoop? No, it's not buffalo scoop. What the fuck is it? Blue Cookies bunny. and cream? Blue, Blue bunny. bunny. That's what it is. Not a buffalo. It's a bunny, bitch. And his house eating fucking ice cream. We just had that happen. Just the verdict got served down. And people are hugging this bitch like she's the motherfucking victim. Judge, you're wrong. Also, she made out some very racist and like non- cool uh, posts in her social media like prior to doing this so it's like um would you have shot this guy if he was white no you would have probably fucked him you bitch right like that you stupid fucking cunt that is okay so I'm not even gonna apologize for saying cunt because cunt is the white woman's word for nigger they wanted a word to be upset about it's cunt I don't care you're a stupid fucking bitch for shooting him 10 years is not enough you're gonna get out before five, let's be quite honest, but she's eligible for parole at five. Because she's white. She's going to get out. White people are not the target of this. I'm not going to say, I'm going to say it very clearly. You are not wrong for being white. You are wrong because you pulled out your gun and you shot a man who was eating ice cream in his own goddamn apartment. Because you, your stupid ass walked into the wrong apartment. Exactly. Judge, bitch, you're wrong too. Why the fuck did you hug her? Why the fuck did you give her a Bible? Don't tell anybody in any more interviews because she asked me for a hug. You're a judge. Judges can shut people the fuck up in their own courtroom. Yeah, you're also allowed to say no, bitch. Right. No is a part of consent. Unless you're going to start hugging all of your criminals, all your rapists out there, all your other murderers out there. Stop hugging people. If you don't hug the next murderer who comes to your courtroom, I'm protesting. I will come right down there and eat eggs before I sit in your trial and fart. (laughs) That will happen. But the officer, Aaron, I forgot his last name. His first name was Aaron, who shot Atiana 
in her mother's house where she moved back to because her mother is dealing with sickness. She moved home to help her mother. You shot this woman in front of her eight-year-old nephew in their house. But you were given the chance to resign from your position. He has now been charged with murder. He is under arrest. He got bonded out for murder. He got bonded out. Got a bond. If he does not get sentenced, and when I say sentenced, more than 10 years with the possibility of parole after five years, we have an issue. There's already an issue in the civil court system. There's already an issue in the justice system. There's already an issue in the legal system because laws are geared to lock up people of color, quite frankly, way more than people who are not of color. The issue that I have with this entire situation is that I felt uncomfortable in my own home with my windows open cleaning my house. I have climbed through my own window because I've locked myself out of my apartment because I'm too stupid to remember Andrew unlock the fucking door. I have done that. So you're telling me that now I can be shot in my apartment because I'm just there? I paid for this bitch. I am in this bitch. This is all me. So that's my issue with now with society. Democrats, you want to debate about health care, you want to go after Elizabeth Warren for taxes. None of you have said anything that's going to help the generation that's coming up. You've all talked about money, you talked about taxes, and you've talked about your own fucking gains. I would love for one Democratic candidate, especially Elizabeth Warren, who's leading the pack right now, to talk about what's going to happen to people of color in the next 10 years. That's what I care about. I think that's it for me. Tea. (laughs) Tea. Hibiscus tea. (laughs) So, y'all, if you want to interact with the show, feel free to do so. On the socials, lifestyle of a gay black boy. Email lifestylegbb at gmail.com. That's lifestyle, G's and gay, B as in black, B's and boy at gmail.com. Please share and rate the show. Your shares, your likes, your rates help make this expandable to everybody. Do the same with some meta shit. Because we're on iHeartRadio. Yeah. We're on Apple Podcast. Yeah. We're on Spotify. Yeah. We're about <laughs> to be on Pan Fucking Dora. I don't know who still uses that. I just found out this considered old people service. I, I, I forgot about Pandora. Exactly. But, okay, but cool. If you want to sponsor us, Pandora, sponsor us. <laughs> I'm all about it. I'm about old people. Um, that's where I'm going to leave it off at. Boys, do you have anything to say? Um, if you want to follow me on the socials, um, hit up the podcast page here. And Andrew can send you my socials. I forgot what they even are to be quite age. Um, <laughs> well, if you guys follow the Some Meta Shit page, which I post, Davey is on there. I'm on there. Zach is not on there. I don't know if Zach wants a bunch of followers yet, so we'll ask Zach. He'll get if you're on the Twitter, you can see me naked. <laughs> That's true, though. That's okay. Uh, but also, you don't have to. I'm pretty I'm sure. Also, I like, also clothed in some of my pictures. I am pretty sure I have quite a few naked pictures and videos out there, so it's okay. But yeah, T. Revenge porn. 
Well, on me, I know that. But everything's going to need for it because it's cute. But yeah, that's it. Have a good night, guys. Zach, anything to say? Thanks for listening in. One day it'll be watching. He censored his song. He's going to say watching. I was. <laughs> I was about to say watching. But... I love it. The last thing that I just have to drop on you guys. Halloween is coming. Be safe. Outside of that, I'll see you around. And if I happen to see you at a bar, if you know who Sakura Kasugano is, you got a free drink on me. Bye, y'all.